Hello dear listeners and welcome to this special Sunday meditation. I am Pastor Enzo Pellini and it's truly a blessing to have you join us today on this journey of reflection and connection. Whether you're joining us for the first time or you've been a part of our spiritual community, your presence here is cherished and valued. As we gather for this moment of reflection, I'd like to share the reading for this new week. The reading for today, according to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 to 19. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. As every Sunday, today we have read various texts. In the Old Testament, according to Deuteronomy chapter 8, God's promise to lead his people to a land of abundance is highlighted, but they are also warned against ingratitude. Together we have read Psalm 65, which celebrates God's goodness in creation and sustaining the earth. In the epistle, Paul, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, shows the generosity and blessings that God bestows upon those who give with open heart. Finally, in the gospel, this reading, the importance of gratitude and faith in God's work is emphasized. Today we are urged to seek a relationship with God in which we can enjoy his divine generosity and recognize and thank God for his blessings in life. I would say the main theme of this Sunday, therefore, revolves around our generosity and divine providence. I once heard that talking about money or giving in church is more complicated and problematic than even discussing sexual matters. I'm neither a sexologist nor a financial advisor, so don't worry, I won't be talking about these topics today. Instead, I'll talk about the act of giving, gratitude, and the blessings that come from it. Interpreting the Bible in line with this theme, which is indeed my speciality. When we talk about giving, it's common for people to think, is the pastor going to talk about us having to give more money to the church? No, that's not my intention, although we may mention it briefly. What the Word of God speaks to us today goes beyond material giving. God isn't seeking our money, primarily. Although money is important for our life's needs and the church's operation, without money we can't live, and the church cannot exist either. But today I won't focus on this. 
what God truly desires is not primarily our money, but our total surrender to him. He longs for us to give our bodies, minds, and spirits wholeheartedly. God wants us to believe in him in a way that he can transform our lives. That's what the Word of God is about, an opportunity in our lifetime to be transformed through genuine faith in Christ. When we have faith and conviction in our lives, we can understand why we give thanks for everything. Gratitude is a virtue that springs only from a previously thankful heart. We can give thanks if we have no reason to do so or if we don't feel gratitude within us. The gratitude that flows from people's hearts and is directed toward God experiences His closeness. Sometimes we are not grateful because we don't take the time to meditate, to reflect on all the things God has given us. That is the reason we have a special Sunday like today to reflect on God's blessings. And we want to celebrate Thanksgiving with a fresh perspective. I once heard of a man who wanted to sell his house. He contacted his real estate agent and said, I'd like to place an ad in the newspaper to sell my home. I want to get rid of it as soon as possible. I'm tired of this old place. The agent inquired, could you please provide me with some details about your home so that I can create an appealing ad? The man proceeded to describe his home, mentioning the number of rooms, the presence of carpeting, the beautiful shrubs in the yard, and the fruit trees in the backyard, among other features. He provides a thorough description of the house. After hearing all the details, the agent said, let me read back what I gather from your descriptions, and you can let me know how it sounds. As he read the ad aloud, it described a lovely three-bedroom home with two bathrooms, a lush lawn, fruit-bearing trees in the backyard, a newly renovated roof, central air conditioning, and a remodeled two-car carport. He continued reading until the owner interrupted him. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop right there. That house is not for sale. All my life I wished for a place like that, but I never realized I already had one until now. So far, we've talked about gratitude. The question that arises is, what happens with gratitude? If we think in human terms when we help someone and that person acknowledges our help and thanks us sincerely, how do we feel? We feel good and are willing to help again if necessary. Similarly, the Almighty God, in His infinite love, who already loves us despite our flaws, is pleased when we acknowledge His goodness and desires to help us even more. This giving from God and our gratitude produced time and time again a thankful heart and a God who delights in giving as mentioned in the psalm we read today. I once heard someone say that they can't give if they have nothing to give. This seems logical, right? But in God's logic, it doesn't work that way. We always have something to give, and not just material things. 
God doesn't ask us to give more than we have, but to give according to what we do have. And this is reflected in the biblical concept of tithing, for example, which was 10% of income in a society where there were no taxes like today in our society. Tithing was a fair and proportionate way to support the church and the state, the society at that time. In other words, it's a system where God calls us to give according to what we receive, and those with more can give more, while those with fewer resources can give less without affecting their finances. Some churches still practice biblical tithing, and although it's not a requirement according to the Bible, it provides a fair and proportionate parameter for offerings. Criticisms of tithing are often motivated by stinginess, not legitimate concerns about biblical exegesis. However, what God truly seeks is generosity, which can only arise from a heart convinced of its faith and recognizes that everything we have comes from God. No one is forced to give, of course, just as no one is forced to believe. Jesus always invited people to believe in him with all the promises and blessings that entails. As we heard in today's Old Testament reading, when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful not to forget the Lord your God. It's not that God is unloving, but our failure to acknowledge that everything comes from God can hinder us from experiencing everything he has prepared for us. The consequences of this forgetfulness are not related to God, but to our faithfulness to him. In the New Testament, in today's Gospel reading, we see that only one of the ten lepers healed returned to give thanks to the Lord. Jesus valued the willingness to give thanks even in someone outside the people of Israel. The attitude of gratitude is a virtue that only arises from a genuinely thankful heart. In today's epistle we read, The one who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. We often think about being thankful and giving to God, but we forget the rewards that God provides when we give, which also reflects our love for Him. Thanksgiving and God's blessing go hand in hand. They are part of a relationship with God. They are part of a relationship with God. It's not a quid pro quo. It's not a business deal. It's a relationship. It's a communion where through our faith we show love to God, are thankful for everything we have, and take care of God's things with the same love and care which naturally brings more gifts and promises fulfilled by God to his children. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for giving to us and wanting to continue giving to us and abundantly supplying according to our gratitude and recognition of you. Amen. I wish you a blessed Thanksgiving and a fantastic week.